Chapter Twelve of Meteorology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pamela Krantz. Meteorology by J. G. McPherson. Chapter Twelve. Haze. What is haze? The dictionary says a fog. Well, haze is not a fog. In a fog, the dust particles in the air have been fully clothed with water vapor. In a haze, the process of condensation has been arrested. Cloudy condensation is changed to haze by the reduction of its humidity. Dr. Aitken invented a simple apparatus for testing the condensing power of dust and observing if water vapor condensed on the deposited dust in unsaturated air. The dust from the air has first to be collected. This is done by placing a glass plate vertically and in close contact with one of the panes of glass in the window by means of a little India rubber solution. The plate being thus rendered colder than the air in the room, the dust is deposited on it. Construct a rectangular box with a square bottom, one and a half inches aside and three-quarter inch deep, and open at the top. Cover the top edge of the box with a thickness of India rubber. Place the dusty plate, a square glass mirror four inches aside, on the top of the India rubber and hold it down by spring catches, so as to make the box watertight. The box has been provided with two pipes, one for taking in water, and the other for taking away the overflow, with the bulb of a thermometer in the center. Clean the dust carefully off one half of the mirror, so that one half of the glass covering the box is clean and the other half dusty. Pour cold water through the pipe into the box, so as to lower the temperature of the mirror and carefully observe when condensation begins on the clean part and on the dusty part, taking a note of the difference of temperature. The condensation of the water vapor will appear on the dust particles before coming down to the natural dew point temperature of the clean glass, and the difference between the two temperatures indicates the temperature above the dew point at which the dust has condensed the water vapor. Magnesia dust has small affinity for water vapor. Accordingly, it condenses at almost exactly the same temperature as the glass, but gunpowder has great condensing power. All have noticed that the smoke from exploded gunpowder is far more dense in damp than in dry weather. In the experiment it will be found that the dust from gunpowder smoke begins to show signs of condensing the vapor at a temperature of 9 degrees Fahrenheit above the dew point. In the case of sodium dust the vapor is condensed from the air at a temperature of 30 degrees above the dew point. Dust collected in a smoking room shows a decidedly greater condensing power than that from the outer air. We can now understand why the glass in picture frames and other places sometimes appears damp when the air is not saturated. When in winter the windows are not often cleaned, a damp deposit may be frequently seen on the glass. Anyone can try the experiment. Clean one half of a dusty pane of glass in cold weather and the clean part will remain undued and clear, while the dusty part is damp to the eye and greasy to the touch. These observations indicate that moisture is deposited on the dust particles from air, which is not saturated, and that the condensation takes place while the air is comparatively dry, before the temperature is lowered to the dew point. 
there is then no definite demarcation between what seems to us clear air and thick haze the clearest air has some haze and as the humidity increases the thickness of the air increases in all haze the temperature is above the dew point the dust particles have only condensed a very small amount of the moisture so as to form haze before the fuller condensation takes place at the dew point at the italian lakes on many occasions when the air is damp and still every stage of condensation may be observed in close proximity not separated by a hard and fast line but when no one could determine where the clear air ended and the cloud began sometimes in the sky overhead a gradual change can be observed from perfect clearness to thick air and then the cloud a thick haze may be occasioned by an increased number of dust particles with little moisture or of a diminished number of dust particles with much moisture above the point of saturation the haze is cleared by this temperature rising so as to allow the moisture to evaporate from the dust particles whenever the air is dry and hazy much dust is found in it as the dust decreases the haze also decreases for example dr aitken at kingerlock in one of the clearest districts of argyleshire on a clear july afternoon counted four thousand dust particles in a cubic inch of the air whereas two days before in thick haze he counted no fewer than sixty four thousand in the cubic inch at dumfries the number counted on a very hazy day in october increased twentyfold over the number counted the day before when it was clear all know that thick haze is usual in very sultry weather the wavy will-o'-the-wisp ripples near the horizon indicate its presence very plainly during the intense heat there is generally much dust in the atmosphere this dust by the high temperature attracts moisture from the apparently dry air though above the saturation point in all circumstances then the haze can be accounted for by the condensing power of the dust particles in the atmosphere at a higher temperature than that required for the formation of fogs or mists or rain end of chapter 12 haze recording by pamela krantz